Va a pegarle Ronaldinho Gaucho. Ya lo hace. Pierna derecha, directo al arco. ¡Golazo! ¡Golazo! Also known as uh, FPL Mason, we're joined today by Hassan and Hassan at FPL underscore Sheikh and at FPL Engineer. Good day, guys. How are you? <laughs> hey, Elias, how are you doing? Uh, how's the international break been treating you guys? <laughs> I've actually taken a two week break fully uh, away from FPL. I almost forgot my own team. So I'm back, I'm fresh, ready for another bad game week. <laughs> oh, good Lord. No, no, man. And what about you, Artwe? Yeah, it was the same. It was I, I was busy, busy during these two weeks and I forgot totally about FPL. So I think the international mm. break uh, came in a, in, a good, in a good timing for me as well. So, uh, yeah. We're, we're, but I'm looking forward to game week five, six and seven, I guess, before the next international game week. I'll agree with both of you. It's nice to get a quick breather in between every every week and another. The two weeks have helped. You you kind of get a bit of a pause. You look back, you focus on life, and then you get back to FPL and you say, well, a lot of things have changed. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of flags. A lot of flags, a lot of injuries, a lot of niggles. <laughs> um, with with that, I'll, I'll, let's do a quick recap regarding uh, game week four for each one of us. Uh, I'll start off with uh, myself. I had a pretty good game week uh, last time around. I bagged uh, a decent 96 points and uh, I'm back up into the top 4K. I'm happy about that. Um, I'm going to hope to keep things going and see where I'll end up at the end of the season. The double Southampton clean sheets helped me along with uh, Salah as captain when he bagged the brace. Wilson has been the the cornerstone of my team, to be fair. <laughs> the man scored four goals and an assist in four games, so he's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, Harry Kane's also been a mainstay in my team, and he's helped elevate my, my team go in each and every round. Same with James Rodriguez. The only dent that I'll say, and that's been a bit underwhelming, is uh, Manchester City. They've been a bit of a concern. Uh, so I'm going to be assessing this along with um, Lascelles, who's injured in my team, uh, and going forward, the Leicester, uh, the Leicester backline. Uh, Hassan, what about you, mate? I had a... What you call 96 decent, I don't know what to call my 63 points. So I had an okay, <laughs> let's say, I had an okay week. Uh, Salah saved me with uh, being a captain, scoring 26 points. James Rodriguez was a very delightful player for me. Uh, Carver Lewin, consistency. Uh, disappointment from Kevin De Bruyne and Foden. A huge disappointment from my double Liverpool defense. Thanks so much, Adrian. And Raul blanked again. So to to say 63 is okay, 
I'm gonna take it and try to move forward. I'll uh, I'll be the first to apologize regarding cursing Raul. Thanks. <laughs> he, <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be sorry about that. Atu, <laughs> what about you, mate? Well, I guess uh, my score was all was also uh, 63. I I totally forgot, but I uh, it was 63. The average was uh, 48, so it is good compared compared to the average. But I stayed. Uh, where was I? Uh, the game week before con concerning the game week rank around 185,000. Uh, now to dig into to, into my team, McCarthy kept a clean sheet in the bag. Uh, in the bag, Lewis and Kevin De Bruyne points cancelled each other. Davis uh, grabbed a, a lucky assist when he came on. Sun was again saving my game week after uh, I, I hold on to him because I knew that uh, Mourinho was trying to uh, playing mind games. Kevin De Bruyne disappointing again. I transferred in Sterling for Manny after the after the COVID news and I captained him so that's that was that was another 18 points and then a couple of uh, blanks in the in the forward line from Mitrovic and Raul, while the DCL uh, grabbed a goal as usual. So it was a nice game week and okay, an okay game week, like uh, FPL shift. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward um, to the um, to the next game weeks. Hopefully, I can or we all of us can expect uh, green arrows. Hopefully, man. Ah, if I get more green arrows, I'll finish the first in the world. So I'm not. It's Why only not? red. Why not? You never it's, know. it's only red coming forward, man. I'm only getting red arrows now, man. Let's see about that. On that topic, I guess we should be focusing a bit on the weeks that come up and a bit of the fixture changes and which teams to look at more seriously and which teams to neglect a bit. Come game week eight, uh, nine, there'll be a second international break. So I'll try to focus my question on Hassan. Who do you think are the best teams to jump on within the next three to four game weeks? Uh, looking at the FDR now on the Premier Fantasy Tools website, I'm seeing that Villa have very nice fixtures. Uh, Everton have after the Liverpool game. If you consider Man United as they are right now, they also have very nice fixtures. Chelsea should 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 really be hitting the ground running now with their assets coming back, their, their top signings. Uh, these three for me stand out. What about you, Hassan? Well, first, uh, the teams to target for me now you are like, Villa. You can consider a defender. They have uh, Leeds and Southampton at home in the next three game weeks. Also, of course, we have to consider Grealish and Watkins. Now, they scored seven uh, against Liverpool, so they can do it against any other team. One other team I'll be looking forward to is Crystal Palace. Now, there's not, there's no 
lot of options. Maybe Zaha, maybe another defender, but they have uh, pretty decent fixtures. Brighton and Fulham the next two. And then they have uh, Leeds, Game Week 8, Burnley, Newcastle, and uh, West Brom. So they have a decent looking fixtures. And a couple of uh, teams to avoid for now, at least for now, are Sheffield United for the next four. They have Fulham next, but then they have uh, games against Liverpool City and Chelsea. Also, if you're still considering United assets, they have Newcastle away, Chelsea home, Arsenal home, Everton away. So the next four are also pretty tough for United, especially with their with their form before the international international break. So, yeah, this that these are the teams that I can pick out from the FDR uh, table right now. What about you, Elias? I'm one to look at Crystal Palace, actually. They have games against Brighton, Fulham, and Leeds within their next four games. A defender from that lot would be enticing, to say the least. Uh, I'm more of a nostalgic guy, and I'm just waiting on more fitness dues for PVA, to be fair. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see what happens with him, the situation with Mitchell. I'll also throw out Brighton with West Brom and Burnley and Crystal Palace in the next four. They have a they have decent games. I would be considering them. Villa, Villa, Villa man, Villa have done well for the for the first three games of their season. What happened with uh, Liverpool was surprising to say the least. I don't want it to skew my vision, or but they've they've looked they've looked like a very decent team, and with their run that doesn't even go to game week eight, that goes until game week fifteen, they got pretty enticing fixtures. I'll be looking at them definitely. Uh, yeah, one more team spares. The next four are really tasty fixtures, and we have to consider if it. If you still if you still don't have Son or Kane, you have to consider at least one of them, in my opinion. Now that the thing with Spurs assets is that they're the they're the what we call the big hitters with Kane and Son, definitely. I think these are captaincy options more than anything else, not just teams. Outside of those two, there are a lot of question marks regarding who to consider. The only again, I'm always going to remind everybody of the nostalgic picks. Gareth Bale. <laughs> We're all waiting to see if he's going to start, if he's going to come off the bench. Yeah, I guess he should. He may start from bench this game week, and then we'll see what will happen from there. Wolves, of course, uh, we didn't bring them up. Uh, not so to bring anyone in, but rather if you have a Wolves asset keep, but they haven't shown the best form in the world. And even though... Their upcoming four games include Leeds, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, and Leicester. They haven't shown the best form in the league. Yeah, Sometimes. thanks to you, yes. <laughs> Apologies again, Sheikh. Apologies again. Uh, uh, someone to avoid for... I'll be... I'll be avoiding, I believe, of course, Sheffield for the foreseeable future. Their games, again, they face Liverpool, City and Chelsea in the next four. 
I'm not going to be looking at the defender from them at the minute. Uh, City, I already have KBDB, so I'm not looking. I, I wouldn't advise anyone to jump on their assets. Just watch and see. Uh, those are the two that, uh, along with uh, Chelsea, are still a, a, just a wait and see with, with me as well. Uh, Burnley are an avoid with the amount of injuries that they've had within the next four, like Tottenham and Chelsea and Brighton. I can't see them bringing in any clean sheets nor scoring much. Um, I believe also there's another topic that we should uh, talk about. Speaking about the best teams, we should also consider everybody likes a bargain, right? When you go to this, when you go to any store and you want to, you want to buy something, yeah. Oh, well, what's your best price, mate? And uh, I guess the one topic that we can bring up is the best sub seven million striker. Um, I made a small table today regarding regarding uh, the st- statistics and comparing. Oh, Patrick Bamford, uh, Mikel Antonio, uh, Oli Watkins, uh, Mitrovic, uh, Wilson and Mopai. And to be fair, from those lot, the one that stands out for me is Mikel Antonio. Because even though he's had the toughest run of the lot, he's had... Eight shots on target within the, his games, and that's more than any of the strikers that are seven and seven million below. And he's also scored two goals in that span. Uh, I'd definitely be looking at him post game week eight when West Ham's fixtures take a turn for the better. One that I'm I'm quite high on is Oli Watkins. For five point nine million, he's had. 10 shots in the box with four on target. Leaving the Liverpool game aside, he ha- he had he could have easily had a goal and assist in the Sheffield game. And even though he didn't have the greatest game in the world against Fulham, he could have gotten on the end of a cro- low cross where he could sco- have scored. And I like him in that lot. Mopai and Wilson... They, they're the two that have played the most minutes along with Antonio. Um, and Mopa, is, he's been phenomenal, to be fair. Four goals and an assist. He's had, he's had six, shots in, in the bo- uh, six shots on target. That's second most among forwards, less than seven mil. I would rank him almost near the top, but uh, that's only if I don't look at Trossard in the midfield. I actually rate Trossard's creation more than the lot. Uh, Mitrovic, again, he's not a surprise. He's the, the lad that has the most shots with 16, and he's hit the target. He's hit the target six times, even though he had 13 shots in the box, the most out of all sub-7 million. And that might be an interpretation of the chances created by his teammates for him. Out of those lot, out of that lot, actually, uh, I'd be looking at possibly Mopai and Watkins for the upcoming three to four weeks. Uh, Antonio is speaking to me, guys. He is speaking yes. to me. But I, look, Antonio's Antonio's number are good, are are, are good, but. Uh... 
the way I look at the table, I see it a bit confusing. Why? You can see Mitrovic has the best goal attempts and shot, shots on the box, but Fulham are really poor. Antonio has the best shots uh, uh, on target, eight, but the West Ham fixtures are still, for the next three, are tough. Wilson, he, he, he got four goals and one assist, but you can see his conversion rate is 100%. It will drop sooner rather than later. Concerning Watkins with the Aston Villa fixtures, if you want to jump on a differential, he can be your guy. Mope also I can is considered because he's on penalties and Brighton are really good going forward. They are creating a lot of chances. They are, he has alone 12 goal attempts. And I guess they have also decent fixtures or mixed fixtures. So from this bunch of forwards, right now, for the next four game weeks, I would choose Watkins and uh, Mope. Mope. Uh, just, a quick, uh, just a quick shout to... Watkins has created the most chances for his teammates as well with five and he's back then assist. Mopai and Wilson have also created four apiece. Yeah, and Watkins has, has only played three games. Yeah. Again, we don't want the Liverpool game to skew the stats, but he does look promising. There's one lot that I didn't bring up because we've yet to see and we've yet to watch, but Sheffield actually signed Ryan Brewster from Liverpool, and he's quite an anomaly in terms of his price. You don't usually get a four and a half million striker. I wanted to see, uh, Hassan, since you have Brewster, what are you thinking about regarding him? What are you going to do with him? To be honest, if Brewster is a nailed-on starter, I, I think I'm going to start him every week. He's going to be fixture-proof for me. Because uh, <clears throat> with a starting 4.5 striker, you can never know what can happen, you know? Uh, and you can afford to have some blanks everyone, every once in a while. So he's a great enabler for me if he's, he starts regularly. Uh, he, he would allow me to strengthen other, other places. And actually, if he doesn't start for me every week, he's a very strong active bench player plus the next game week he has the best possible start to any anyone could ever dream of he's starting against a very weak Fulham defense now my dilemma is whether to start him this game week or not with so many flags in my team right now uh, he might start but I'm gonna basically wait until the pressers tomorrow to make sure uh, Kevin De Bruyne is fit or not uh, to see if Foden has a possibility to start. Maybe James Rodriguez is coming back very late and is not really fit to start. So, Brewster has a chance to start for me this week and I would not be sad to see him start, actually, if if he plays against Fulham. He could beg a goal or an assist or something and that would be very good for me. Yeah, for me, Brewster is really, really an interesting uh, one. He's a very good enabler. I guess he should... Yeah. If he doesn't start this week, he should start at least from the next game week. They bought him for 23 millions. 
So they're going to start him. He got 11 goals in 22 apps for Swansea last season. So he's a good he's a good striker who can score goals. And that's what Sheffield United need. And he would be a very good enabler for our teams if he can play uh, his 4.5 forward. So with him, you can at least fit three to four premiums, uh, maybe five, I don't know, premium players if you can play him week week in, week out, or you can consider to play him week in, week out in your team. And for me, he's one to watch uh, um, over the next two, three game weeks. And when the fixture, um, when these fixtures uh, twist, I'm probably gonna gonna uh, buy him. I I agree with both of your sentiments. He's one to watch at the minute. I actually fiddled around a bit with my team, and I was able to fit in a three-four-three Brewster along with the Hyomingson, Harry Kane. Kevin De Bruyne, Mo Salah, TAA, and James Rodriguez. So the price point is very intriguing. Uh, if one would want to go all out and big hitters in midfield, uh, when considering Ryan Brewster, I like the lad. Uh, he's hoping the, f- the upcoming four game weeks would give enough of a sample size to see how he's used in the Sheffield lineup and here's hoping he starts week in week out uh, for all of our six and especially Hassan's sick. <laughs> He's a, the lad is a great finisher. It remains to be seen if he gets the service needed. Sheffield are not great going forward. Let's be honest. But if he gets the chance, I expect him to convert it. And if he does that like 30-40% of the time uh, at 4.5, you're going to be a happy man. Only. That's enough, yeah. Uh, the future will tell, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, after assessing this, I guess the only thing we, we have left is to look at what we're going to be doing for Game Week 5, guys. So, um, Hassan, what's fresh in your mind and what are you looking at for the upcoming week? In the upcoming week, I have... Five players within one game. The Everton Liverpool game is gonna eat my my game week. But uh, unless, I'm be hoping unless for... it's a unless it's a goal fest. No, if it's a goal fest, I, he has two Liverpool defenders, yeah. man. I'm He's not hoping cry. for that. I, I I think we've all had enough of goal fest for this season. Let's tone it down a bit. Let's <laughs> let's get back to clean sheets and happy days. Clean uh, sheets are too mainstream this season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have a couple of problems. If KDB is not fit, Brewster is going to come in for sure. Uh, Hamas is a doubt because he's traveling very, very late back to his team. Foden is, I don't know if he's at a risk now to, to start with. I'm not sure. But uh, I don't think I'm going to make any transfer this game week. Nothing, nothing strikes me that I will really want to do. I mean, I could bring in a Son or a Kane, but that's going to cost me a hit or a Kevin De Bruyne. So I'm not willing to do that at the moment. I think Spurs' assets are being slightly overinflated in the FPL community, given that they 
hold against two very weak teams uh, in Southampton and sadly Man United. So I'm gonna hold for now, see what they do next, and and stick to my team and hoping Trent and Robo reward me for my loyalty since the beginning of the season. And uh, who, are uh, you, how, who are you considering for for captain? Yeah, as I was saying before, before the KDB news, I was going for KDB against Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal are Arsenal at the end of the day. And last season, we saw what Kevin De Bruyne did against Arsenal specifically. Uh, now, after his news, I'm leaning towards Mo Salah, especially that there are some news that Dini might be out. So he's going to have a bit of freedom on the right side. I'm hoping also that he can save me again this game week. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going with Mo Salah, pretty much locked in. What about you, mate? Now, look, my team has a lot of flags. So, I guess I'll start with Lewis. Lewis should should be fit, but I don't know if I'm, I'll start him. Sterling and De Bruyne, I'll be waiting for uh, Pep's conference tomorrow. If, and that's a big if, if he says they are both out for game week five, I'm probably hitting that wild card. Because looking at my bench, I have Ferguson, who's not playing anymore. Vinagra, who hasn't played. Vinagra, who's not playing anymore. And Burki uh, or Burke, who's already uh, also flagged. So I have a couple of issues. Also, I have Davis in the, in, the, in the defense, who might not also play. But if Sterling and Kevin De Bruyne are fit, I'll be making one free transfer which will be either Vinagre out or Davis out, and I will bring a defender, probably from, I'm not sure yet, maybe from Aston Villa, maybe from Crystal Palace, maybe from, depends what I'm thinking, uh, what I'm, um, or how I can find a rotation plan between my defenders. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky game week. Because Liverpool and uh, Liverpool and Everton playing each other, Chelsea, um, Arsenal and City playing each other. I don't have assets from Chelsea, for example. I'm again relying on Sun, which and and Raúl Jiménez, and and I might captain Sun because he has West Ham at home. Although West Ham is a tough fixture right now on paper, after their decent performance in the last two, two game weeks. And I also have that uh, the, city, the City assets against Arsenal at home. Both look uh, interesting and captaincy options if they are fit to play, both Sterling and De Bruyne. So I'll be choosing one of these three depending on tomorrow's uh, press conference. And Maybe I'll just uh, put it on Sun and move forward. We'll see. Karma, what what is your plan to hit the top one K this this game week? Uh, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, um, uh, I'll just quickly uh, do a mental rundown on my team. The immediate concerns for me are Lascelles with his uh, injury, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, 
I, I mean, it's. I just want to see what Pep says. I believe he's going to start. I um, don't think he has anything serious. Uh, Wilson comes to mind. I know he's served me quite well, but the man has had all of his shots on target go in. He's, I don't know if he's playing against empty goals, but the man seems to find the back of the net. Um, but I'm not sure he's going to be able to keep this going. I don't really want to do two transfers. I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Uh, I might be spending one on maybe bringing in a budget forward, uh, possibly one of Mopai or Watkins. You remember uh, you remember last season also Wilson started and scored 4-4 four and four or 5-5, five and five, uh, as I remember, because I had him. And then he stopped scoring for a really, really long time. So we kind of expect the same thing to happen. I think he was assisting, aren't we? He was assisting, not scoring, if I remember correctly. Uh, maybe, maybe. I remember that yeah. he was returning for the first... Yeah. Uh, three weeks, he got three assists. Yeah. Uh, then he scored maybe or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I remember that he was returning. You're probably right. Yeah. I believe that the Newcastle duo, Lascelles and Wilson, for me, they, they look like they're going to be leaving my team. I, I'm not sure I'm going to be doubling up on Villa assets right now. Again, I don't want to be carried away. Uh, defensively, Villa have a good run. Offensively, again, the Liverpool game just spikes everything. I like the I like how Watkins is played. Uh, Grealish is to be considered going forward in my midfield once Pereira's three four games uh, pass. Uh, in terms that's in terms of uh, that's in case Kevin De Bruyne is past fit. If he doesn't pass fit, oh boy, <laughs> that's a different ball game altogether. Uh, in terms of captaincy options, uh, this is what we're waiting I have for, Kane. Mr. <laughs> I have Kane and Salah, to be honest. And uh, I'm looking at West Ham, right? And they've conceded the least amount of shots on target all season with seven. And they've conceded the least amount of big chances across, which are four, across the 20 Premier League sides. So West Ham have been quite solid at the back. Uh, however, Spurs have Spurs have they've taken their shots, man. Uh, if you think about it this way, I believe they've had the second most shots of any Premier League team behind Liverpool. They've had 63. Liverpool have had 75. So that justifies both Salah and Kane. Uh, Kane has quite a good record against West Ham. <laughs> uh, he has, I believe, 10 returns in 11 games against them. So he's a viable option for anyone. Salah, in case Dini is not past fit, would be a guy that I'd look at. He's yet to score in a Merseyside derby. So that's the concern. Uh, he's also... 
starting again this is one of my things i don't like to captain a guy in an early kickoff <laughs> i believe atwi would agree with me on this that's always a concern because yeah i understand that i don't like it too but but unless the fixture is really tempting and liverpool versus everton away is not tempting at all i would somewhat disagree with you especially since the Everton might not have Dini. They might not have uh, someone to be able to keep with the the marauding attackers from Liver- from Liverpool. But again, it's a, it's a, as you can see, I'm struggling to make a decision regarding this. Plus, uh, Everton I've, have Pickford in goal. Let's not forget that. <laughs> You so so mainly yeah, Salah would be shooting. That's that's right. That's right. I would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really struggling with this I one know. this week. To be fair, I am. Uh, had I had own son, I would have picked son. To be fair, he's the most. He's had two weeks of rest without any international involvement. The same that can be said about Salah. Kane has been playing week. Not week, not even weekend. Every couple of days, so. Yeah, I guess Kane played two out of three or one out of three. Uh, he ha- he had one game. He had one game when he was a concern. Oh, okay, uh, right. He was a concern. So, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a bit afraid of what this uh, what this might interpret to. Even though Spurs have a Europa League game coming up as well, so he will most probably be rested there, because he's. Whenever I see a Spurs team sheet, I always see Kane coming up, and uh, and it's it's a bit frustrating. You'd guess he'd be fresher. For, you'd want him as an FPL player to be fresh for for a game, but uh, uh, this is this is, again internationals, man. What can I say? Uh, guess that's a quick. Uh, Round up, around the uh, roundup of uh, everything, we discussed quite a bit of topics. I'd like to give, uh, as with uh, Hassan, a shout out to PremierFantasyTools.com. They also have an application both for Android and for iPhone. They really give you quite a bit of tools that you can use. There's a there's an FPL fixture uh, difficulty. Uh, tool that you can use. You can check out the games. You can sort the games according to what you want. You can also, if you have rivals in your league that you want to check, you can use an FPL mini mini league analyzer. You can look at the points as they come up. Uh, They also give you suggestions on who to transfer out and who to consider for your captaincy. I'd recommend to anybody lis- uh, listening to this uh, pod, uh, check them out. They're really, they're also very professional, very nice people, and they're very welcoming and interactive on Twitter. So, uh, and again, this video is not sponsored by anybody. Just so <laughs> we're just good people, giving them a shout out because they're really decent people, and they have a really good service. Uh, other than that, that, guys, would you wanna ask anything or say anything? No, thanks, thanks, man. Good luck uh, to you both in game week five. Yeah, uh, let's, let's uh, green arrows ahoy, guys. Green arrows ahoy. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody so. listening, and have a have a good game. Thank you all. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.